here to sugarcoat I'm sorry about you Too much shelter causes pain Let's just be real honest Things are gonna knock you down Avoidance will not help you out Let's talk it through you, me and you Let's keep it real honest Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are discussing whether or not straight men and women can be just friends for the entirety of their relationship. If you follow me on Instagram, I posed this question a few weeks ago. So thank you to everyone who responded. I did text a few people to get a better gender mix in there because I overwhelmingly had females respond. And I just want to be clear that I am not trying to exclude gay or trans people from the conversation. I could have been more broad and said, can two people of the same sexual orientation, or I guess that's not even correct. It would be more correct to say two people that according to their sexual orientation are expected to be attracted to each other. Can those two people be friends for the entirety of their relationship? So if you are gay or trans, I actually would love to hear your perspective on this. So please text me or email me or message me on Instagram because I would love to hear what your experience is is like. Um, I specifically made this question for straight men and women just because that's what I have experience with. And as a straight woman, I find it kind of difficult sometimes to be friends with straight men and the way that they handle the conversations. (laughs) I find very frustrating and special, but then I have relationships where we never have to have that conversation because we just both know from the get-go that it's platonic and it's great. So I was just reaching out to the larger network to see if anyone else has had similar experiences and what people think. So, and the answers have been pretty interesting. So let's dive into those. The vast majority of people said yes, straight men and women can be just friends for the entirety of their relationship and never have to discuss being more or having to deal with feelings. So I'm going to start with team no, because there were so few of them. I had a male say no, at some point someone is going to like the other. And I just think that answer is ridiculous because that assumes that you're only friends with people that you're attracted to or that it's inevitable that because you're a straight man, if you spend time with straight women, even if you're not attracted to them on day one, you will be at some point. And I just don't think that that's realistic or true, but you're entitled to your opinion. And then I had a female say, I find it incredibly hard to believe that that can happen. One is bound to feel something unless they don't really like each other, but then why are they friends in the first place? And that I kind of have the same response to the first one that's like, I can like my friends without being romantically attracted to them. And I don't think that that necessarily grows over time. And then the third response for team no is not even a firm no, so I'm calling it leaning no. Um, But this is a man, and he said, I think it's most likely that someone will bring up the conversation, and then if the other person says nah, and the other person can respect that, then they can just be friends. I have someone like that, and I stay over at her house, and we get hammered and stuff, but I just sleep on her couch because we had that convo years ago. However, I think it's rare that one person doesn't become an asshole, and I think it's more rare that the convo topic just never comes up. Um... (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about this because this guy in particular has a very interesting, he defines friend differently than anybody else that I've ever met. So 
I don't, I don't know that he actually has any straight female friends in the way that I would define a friend, but I do totally agree with him to where I think it's possible, but extremely rare. Like, I do think it's very, very rare that the conversation just never comes up. Moving on to team yes, people that said, yeah, absolutely straight women and men can be just friends for their whole relationship. A woman said, for sure, those feel like brother-sister type friendships to me and are so important. I find that answer very interesting because I personally, first of all, I don't have a brother, so I can't say that I for sure know what it feels like to have a brother. I have a cousin that I consider a big brother. And I have never in my life had a friend that is a guy that I feel like is like my brother. (laughs) So kudos to this girl for like having those friends because I would love to have them. It just has never happened to me. A male said, yes, oftentimes the thought of being more is fleeting and it comes from outside sources more than either person in the friendship. Like often you might be spending a lot of time with someone and your friends or family might say, oh, you guys should date. And then you might think about it, but that's very different from it being an actual thought that's your own and like a desire that you truly have, which may not be there. I totally agree with that and have an experience with that. And that's definitely very, very frustrating when like, if you're single for a long time and the dude is single for a really long time and you guys are close friends and everybody's like, why don't you guys just get married? Like, I hate that. That drives me insane. A woman said, yes. Now, can they be the bestest friends who knew each other very intimately? Then probs not. So I actually probably should have put her response back up in the in the yes slash no camp because I think they absolutely can be the bestest friends that know each other very intimately. It just kind of depends on what the relationship is, which we'll get into later. A male said, yes, because you can enjoy hanging out with someone without having feelings for them. And I think this is the best answer. I think this is, it's concise. It gives a good sound explanation, like 10 out of 10 to you, sir. And then a female said, I'd love to hear the responses on this because I haven't had a ton of male friends with the one I have had have been gay. So yes, I think that's many of us and doesn't count for this question. And then last response I'm going to share is from a woman that said, yes, friendship and sexual chemistry are different. I find if it's not there, then it never will be. This would have been my answer in the past, but I've had a couple experiences where it wasn't there, and then I woke up one day and it was there, and I was like, oh no. So I, I agree and disagree with that. A question I want to pose to you all before we move into story times is, do you think race plays a part in this? Because in my personal experience, it does. Like, any time that I have a black male friend, we all always have the what are we conversation like are we friends are we dating do we want to be friends do we want to date it happens without fail every single time and if I have a black male friend that I hang out with and we frequently do like dinner in a movie people assume that we're dating Whereas with my white male friends, I almost never have the conversation. It's just assumed that we're just friends and we never have to talk about it and it never gets weird. And I have white friends that I can hang out with on a regular basis and go to dinner and a movie and nobody is ever like, hey, are you guys dating? Like <laughs> That really bothers me too. 
Today's story time is about the first male friend that I ever had, which was also the first boy that I ever fell in love with. His name is Chris, and I have no issue using his real name because I do not speak to him anymore, and I do not speak to anyone that might still speak to him. Like, there's there's no way he's ever going to know about this. But even if he does, I only have positive things to say about him. So, oh my gosh, I just adore him. Also, I've had a crush on like seven guys named Chris in my lifetime, so it'd actually be kind of fun if they would listen to this and wonder, was it me? (laughs) No, it wasn't. So I met Chris in the sixth grade, so I would have been like 11. And when I first met him, I absolutely cannot stand him because he and his friends were bullies. Like the school that we were in was like a stereotypical, like, Think of the cafeteria and Mean Girls, where it's like the burnouts, the stoners, the jocks. Like that was the school that we went to. And he was a jock. And they, the jocks would actually like stuff kids in lockers and knock their books out of their hands and trip them in the hallway. Like they were just mean. And my friends and I somehow existed outside of the click structure, like our lunch table was like the undefined where we, we didn't fit into any of the other groups. And I was friends with some jocks, some cheerleaders, like I could kind of float and sit at other lunch tables if I wanted. But my friends and I, like we didn't have like a specific title or click but we specifically did not like Chris and his friends because they were bullies. Chris and I had a class together. It was like a free period or a study hall. And he sat behind me and I would always spend that hour doing homework and he would spend it like shooting spitballs with his friends. And I just thought he was an idiot. (laughs) I was like, this kid is an idiot and I want nothing to do with him. And the first time that he ever spoke to me was on Valentine's Day because the teacher had handed out like those heart candies and I hate those. I think they're disgusting. So I was kind of just like laying them all out on my desk, like writing different messages. And he was like, hey, are you going to eat those? And I was like, no. And he's like, why? And I said, because I don't like them. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Can I have them? And I was like, no. And he's like, why? I was like, because I don't like you. And he was like, why don't you like me? And I was like, because you're mean. I watched you shove a kid in his locker the other day. Like, you just, you're mean to people. And he was like, well, I've never been mean to you. And I was like, okay, but you shouldn't be mean to anyone. Like, that doesn't make sense. And he was like, please, can I have your candy? And I was like, no. And he's like, if I don't do another mean thing to another kid for a week, can I have your candy? And like literally trying to bargain with me. I don't remember how that conversation ended, but it became like a game to him where he was like upset that I didn't like him. So he was like, you have to like me. You have to like me. So like every day in free period, he kept like finding reasons to talk to me. And he would like look over my shoulder while I was doing my homework and be like, you're, you're doing that problem wrong. He was really good at math. And I was really bad at math. So we slowly became friends because he helped me do my math homework. And then at one point he took over and just started doing it for me, which was great. He just was so adamant. Like, I need you to like me. I need you to be my friend. And I like, 
he was so persistent, just like wore me down. And then we started like actually talking and found out we had the same birthday, but he was a year older than me. And it was like anything like that. He would be like, see, we're destined to be friends. I was not attracted to him when I met him. I think he became attractive to me through being my friend. And also our his dad worked at the school and our sisters were friends. So our sisters would hang out and then my parents were like, okay, well, if the twins are going to go over there, like it's not a big deal if you go too. And like all of us would hang out together. And his parents had a boat that like his dad would take us out on sometimes. And that was really fun. So I, after I spent a good amount of like time with him outside of school, I was like, oh, this guy's actually like funny and interesting and smart. And I was like, why are you such a jerk to people? And he's like, I don't know. That's just like what my friends and I do. And I was like, well, that's stupid. (laughs) Like you need a reason to be stuffing a kid in a locker. And, you know, he just got kind of (laughs) nice when he started hanging out with me. And I will never forget like the most absurd thing that ever happened to me in middle school was I'm at my locker one day and all the other jocks that were friends with Chris, like they come over and they make like a semicircle around me. So I turn around and it's just like a semicircle of football players, like blocking my path to the hallway. And I'm just like, what's going on? And like the quarterback like steps up and he's like, stay away from Chris. Like he's ours. And y'all, this was like pre high school musical, but if it had been high school musical, like he was like the Chad that was like, stick to the status quo. Like everybody needs to stay at their own table, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, you want to find out just such a dramatic, like movie moment, aside from the fact that we are 11. And Chris comes up behind him and is just very like, what's going on here? And, you know, the, the, the football players just kind of part the seas and the quarterback is like, oh, we're just getting acquainted with your new friend that you ate lunch with yesterday since you weren't at our table. And Chris was like, she is off limits. And they all just kind of like stared at him. And he's like, she is off limits. Don't make me tell you again. And they all just like walked away. And I'm sitting here like, what is this? power that you have over all of these other boys and it just oh my gosh it was so funny and of course 11 year old me is like in love now that was that was the moment that was it he became just like the sweetest human to me I mean like he would like always walk me to class and like was very protective of me like his friends could never be mean to like me or any of my friends and he just was like fun to hang out with and just like a cool dude so naturally I got obsessed with him (laughs) and I was like I love you we should get married I don't think I ever said that to him but it was just like you know, when you're 11, you can't hide the fact that you have a crush on somebody. And I absolutely like I could not I didn't have to tell him. He just knew by like the way that I acted and stuff. And it sucked because he like went to my sisters and was like, oh, no, like she really wants to date me and I don't want to be with her. Like, what do I do? Um, And I think like for so I was 11, he was 12. So for a 12 year old boy, I feel like he handled it very well. Like he and I never had a direct conversation about me liking him and him not liking me back. 
because we weren't mature enough to do it, it was kind of like he would tell my sisters or my friends or whoever that he knew that I liked him and he didn't like me back. And then they would tell me and I would be like, that's fine. Like, I'm I'm cool with it. I don't need to date him. I love having him as my best friend. So that's fine. But, you know, I can't turn off liking him. So like, that's just there. But of course, the whole time, I'm just secretly wishing that like one day he wakes up and loves me too. And then we went to school together, like all sixth grade and then all seventh grade. And then my family moved at the end of seventh grade. And whenever my parents told us it was like a secret for some reason, they said like, we're moving this summer, but like, you can't tell anyone yet. Like, we'll let you know when it's like, okay to share. And I immediately, like I ran up the stairs and I got on AOL instant messenger (laughs) and I messaged Chris and I was like, my parents just said that we're moving. And he was like, what? And I was like, I think they're joking. The whole thing seems ridiculous. Like we can't possibly move. And I was so distraught because the music teacher had just announced. um, So like in the sixth grade was pre-high school musical. The seventh grade like was the year that high school musical came out. So my music teacher had just announced that we were doing high school musical for the school musical in the eighth grade and we all knew that I was going to be Gabriella because I was like star of choir and the music teacher loved me and the whole like everybody in the class was like obviously Samantha's going to be Gabriella like I was so excited and so I was just like my parents cannot I was like my parents are ruining my entire life like I am happy I have all these friends school is great I love school I have this boy that I love and like he doesn't love me back but he's my best friend and I get to hang out with him all the time and see him every day and it's great and I mean, it could be freaking Gabriella in high school musical. I was like, this can't be happening. And he was like, okay, we'll try to find out if they're joking and like, let me know. Obviously I was like, yeah, okay. And so the next morning, like I was talking to my mom about it again and she was like, we're not kidding. Like we're moving back to St. Louis. And I was just like, we cannot, (laughs) I have to be Gabriella. And so I go to school the next day and he like waited for me to get off the bus and he like walked over to me and I was just like, we're actually moving. Like I have to lose all of this. Like I, all of my friends, like the musical, like my whole life, it's just over. Like we're not gonna be friends anymore. And he was so sweet, you know, at 12, he like hugged me and was like, he was like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, of course we're still going to be friends, you know, whatever. And then it turned into this whole thing because my girl best friend saw us hugging and she thought that we were secretly dating. And so she was like, she was like, why are you and Chris whispering in corners and hugging each other? And I was like, I can't talk about it yet. Like, I'm not supposed to tell anyone. And she's like, well, why did you? And so she thought we were secretly dating and she like blew up at me in the bathroom. She's like, I can't believe that we've been waiting two years for Chris to love you back. And you guys are finally dating and you're not telling anyone. Like, why is it a secret? And I was like, that's not the secret. I was like, it's a different secret that I told Chris that I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. And she's like, well, if you told Chris, then you can tell me. And it was just one of those things where like, I didn't tell her because she was going to tell all of our other friends. Like we had a giant friend group. Like our, there were like 15 of us at the lunch table. And I knew that like Chris wasn't going to tell anyone. Like he had no one to tell. And I, I still find that today where I am just like, I feel like guy friends are easier. Like they, because girlfriends, like if you tell a girl, 
usually something that's like emotionally heavy or something really juicy. It's like she needs to tell someone immediately. And she might tell her sister or her mom or another friend that doesn't know me. So I really don't care if they know the thing. But men don't seem to need that outlet. It's kind of like they can listen to the thing and just be like, okay. So I just feel like they're better at secrets. Also, men are more practical in general. Like women are usually like deeper into the feelings. So it's kind of like with the whole situationship um, that I was telling you guys about like before, when I talk to girlfriends about it, they're so focused on like, this guy's going to hurt you. This guy's going to hurt you. Get out, get out, get out. And when I tell my guy friends about it, they're like, okay, do you good luck, (laughs) you know? And it's just kind of, we move on. So that was part of the, like, even at 11, like I kind of felt that difference between like my girl, best friend and my guy, best friend, but she got so, so, so mad at me. Um, and then the absolute best thing about Chris was that he was just like, even though he did not like me back and didn't want to date me, he was very sensitive to my feelings to where like he never teased me for liking him. Like he never made fun of me. He was never mean to me. And on my last day of school in the seventh grade, when I was I spent the whole day crying because I had to say goodbye to everyone and it was just awful. And he... Um, walked me to the bus at the end of the day and he held my hand on the way to the bus and like had his arm around me and like people kept stopping us on the walk to the bus be like oh my gosh are you guys dating and he was like yeah yeah we are and I you know just thinking back that he did all of it I'm like what 13 year old boy thinks through this girl loves me and she's miserable and I'm going to give her a magical five minute walk to the bus <laughs> before she moves away and like loses all her friends and is just like distraught and depressed. Like I just thought that was so nice. <laughs> and even to this day, I look back on it like I hope that he is well because what a sweet soul. So even though we were children, it was really cool for me at 12 to learn that I could have guys that were friends. Um, But, you know, my question was, can people do this without ever having to have the conversation? And so, like, we did still have to have the conversation. I I feel like a lot of that had to do with the fact that we were (laughs) 11 to 13 at the time. You know, like, when you're kids, you don't get taught how to talk to people like that. Um, I feel like as an adult, I have I have that conversation more often and I have it sooner. It gets kind of annoying, like when you're on a dating app and guys say, like, what are you looking for? I have found that men are really turned off by you being ambiguous or being open to things like they're looking for you to say, I'm looking for a husband or I'm DDF because I was on dating apps saying things like, I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm trying to be open to what life has for me next to experience. So like, I don't want to 
you know, if I don't find a guy insanely attractive and I don't want to date him, I don't want to write him off and not meet him because maybe he could be a really good friend or maybe he'd be a good fit for a friend of mine. And if I don't go on the first date to meet him, then I wouldn't think to connect them later. Like that's kind of how I was thinking. (laughs) And guys were like very, very not into it because it's like you would go on a date and like people at the end of the date, if they don't like you romantically, And they say, like, "Mm, I'm not feeling it, but, like, let's be friends. They say that to be polite. Like, nobody's ever trying to be friends because you're on a dating app to date. (laughs) You're not on a dating app for friends. So it's like if you go on a date with someone and you don't want to go on more dates, you're not going to reach back out to them to hang out and play video games. (laughs) Like, that's just not how it works. So to the people that say, no, straight men and women cannot be friends because at some point someone's going to like the other or they must not like each other. My question is, what is the assumption that you're making about how the friendship started or where it came from? And I think that that, I think the way that the relationship begins has a lot to do with whether or not you can be friends. Like, I feel like, did you meet each other in the context of a romantic interest or a potential partner, because I think in those cases, it's going to be a lot harder. I feel like there's a lot of people like my over the years, my closest guy friends have been guys that I met at school, like in a class, like we had a class together or we lived in the dorms together So there were like activities or things that we were both present for that we would not like ask each other to do. It's more like we're in the same club, so we're both at the club meeting or we live in the same dorm. So we're both at the RA meeting. And then maybe after that, somebody is like, hey, want to order pizza? And then a bunch of people order pizza and we're all kind of there. Like, I feel like that's how I've gotten the majority of my close platonic guy friends where it's like I did not seek them out and they did not seek me out we just kind of were in the same space and then we continued to be in the same space after that I also think it's just important to define your relationships and have a conversation about what you're each looking for, even just as friends, because I feel like when I was younger, to me, a date was just like spending time alone with a guy because it happened so rarely. And like my boyfriends and I, it's like anytime that I had a boyfriend, he was the only guy that I spent like one-on-one time with. And so I think like after college, when I had a guy best friend like he and I he was the first guy that I spent a lot of like significant one-on-one time with that I wasn't interested in dating and we had the whole issue where like everybody wanted us to date and all of our friends and family were like telling us to date and like assuming that we were dating and so I did get really confused about it for a while because it was kind of like okay like I talk to him every day I see him at least once a week Like, we are constantly doing dinner and a movie, which is, like, a typical date activity. Like, what makes this different from being a date, aside from the fact that, like, we don't kiss at the end of the night? I think having that 
mentality of like, because of the time that we're spending and the activity that we're doing is still a date. I think that really harmed the relationship a lot for a while because now I look at stuff and I am just like, it's a date if I want it to be. And it's not a date if I don't want it to be like, I can get on it. Like I can go on a date with somebody that is a date to me and is not a date to them. And I can go on a date with someone that's a date to them and is not a date to me. Like it all has to do with like how you're feeling and what you want out of it. And so you really should clarify if you're asking someone to hang out, like say, I want to go on a date or say like, I want to hang. Like if you have more than friend feelings, clarify if you're asking them on a date or to hang out as friends. I have had one guy friend that I spent a lot of one-on-one time with that when he got a girlfriend, they each individually like sat me down and were like, Hey, so we're dating now. And I thought that was really weird. Um, I think that they were trying to be intentional about the fact that like they were going to be spending significantly more time with each other, which was going to mean less time with me. But it came off as they both thought that I was into him and the way that they wanted to tell me that he was not into me was that he was dating her. And I was super bothered by it because I was not interested in dating him at all. But I also have a guy friend that I met in college and he and I don't talk super frequently. Like I want to say we try like we try to see each other like once a quarter and catch up on life and stuff. He has a girlfriend. I've met her. She's awesome. Um he and I have never had a conversation about dating. I don't think either of us has ever been interested in dating each other, but we really like each other. We like as people, we enjoy spending time together. I like to hear about his life. I think he likes to hear about mine. So that's just like I just don't agree with the whole if you're just friends and you never have more than friend feelings you don't really like each other because I'm like yeah we like each other we just don't like each other in that way um and to the person who said like oh well they can be friends but they can't be like the best friends and know each other very intimately I also disagree with that because I have a friend um that I met through church I think he's like 15 years older than me and like we talk on the phone for long hours constantly where he's just like telling me stories about like his life and his kids we volunteer together with church so a lot of stuff like we just need to vent about like what's going on but I would say that he's one of my very close friends and that we know each other pretty intimately and are absolutely not interested in being romantic with each other ever as well so I am gonna side with actually the guy that doesn't define friend well (laughs) because I do think it's absolutely possible for a straight man and a straight woman to just be friends for their whole relationship and never have to talk about it but I, I, I think that's rare. I think it's more likely that the conversation is going to come up at some point and from there it's more just figuring out how to navigate that well Um, and to be honest with yourself, because if you want to be more than friends with your friend and they're not interested, like your default is going to be to say, okay, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm fine. But is that honest? You know, cause I have had, I have been in love with guys in my life that I have been like, I am in love with you. I don't just want to be your friend. Like that's not enough for me. And they've said like, 
I'm not into you that way. I only want to be friends. And I've had to walk away from the friendship and say like, I am so in love with you. I literally cannot function as just your friend. Like it is hurting me to be friends with you and have to hear about like dates that you're going on and like not get to hold your hand when we hang out. Like that type of stuff is like, I, I can't deal with it. I can't be your friend. So I think you need to be super, super honest with yourself and the other person of like, can you actually respect that they don't feel the same way and not be bothered by it? Or do you need to cut ties? And I think that sometimes that happens. Um, but all in all, I think in most cases, it's going to arise and have to be addressed. But I think that it's absolutely possible that it doesn't, even if it's rare. I didn't have a hard conversation this week, so I'm going to skip that segment and just go straight to my movie recommendation, which is Red, White, and Royal Blue, now streaming on Prime Video. I watched this trailer and was like, "Mm, I don't think it's for me. The first 15 to 30 minutes, I was still feeling like, "Mm, I don't think this is for me. But it ended up being like one of my favorite movies. Like it is so cute. I enjoyed it so much, but it also gave me severe secondhand anxiety. So like (laughs) this movie is so spicy. Like I would not watch it. Honestly, I don't think I would watch it with anyone. (laughs) Like there was a screening for this movie and I'm so glad I did not go because I don't know that I could have handled like watching it in a room full of people. I would very highly suggest like not watching it with a parent. Um, Maybe a group of girlfriends could like sit and just all cringe together. It's, It's cringy, but not in a bad way. It's more like, okay, that's, oh, we're going, okay. And it's just so like, I definitely paused and ran out of the room many times, but I love it so, so much. And also Barbie, Barbie forever. I'm not here to sugarcoat, I'm sorry about you Too much shelter causes pain, let's just be real honest Things are gonna knock you down, avoidance will not help you out Let's talk it through, you me and you, let's keep it real honest